everyone and welcome to my podcast, The Splatsportation Book Club, where I take a positive look at the nasty and extreme, but in podcast format, I do it with a guest. Uh, normally I invite someone along from the extreme horror and splatterpunk community to join me and we chat about a book together. And this week, my guest is Christine Pfeiffer. Welcome to the show. Hello. Christina Pfeiffer, sorry. <laughs> That's, you know what? I go by a lot of things. You go by both. Good, good. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so before we um, delve into the book and chat a little bit about pretty much everything extreme horror, well, I'd give you a chance just to introduce yourself to everyone, um, let them know about your awesome podcast and your reviewing and the books and stories you have and whatever else you feel like chatting about, really. I feel like chatting about everything now. Um, so I'm Christina. I um, I started out on, um, I co-host a podcast, Mothers of Mayhem with Marianne Elaine and we talk to some authors and we you know we get crazy and somehow we're not canceled yet you know <laughs> um, <laughs> and then um i also review indie horror with an emphasis on splatterpunk every week on uncomfortablydark.com with candace nola and so many other amazing reviewers on there and then i have a short story named cooter on godless um and it's about a zombie rat in a vagina who gets hungry <laughs> for body parts. So, you know, I'm a well-rounded, well-rounded chick. <laughs> <laughs> How long's the um, podcast been going for now? It must be a little while, right? Um, we have been at it for about almost a year and a half. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. And we've had, oh gosh, we've had some... We've had some doozies on there. We've had uh, Marion interviewed Brian Keene. Um, we've had Chandler Morrison on there twice. Oh, wow. um, Ryan has been on there. Um, Ed Lee. I got to talk to Ed Lee about who I would let give me a header. Like <laughs> I think I just, saw that one. That was on the Judith, was, right? No, it was me and Marion. Oh, okay, uh, Ed Lee Marianne. came on with um, RJ Benetti. Uh, yeah. 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 Was, uh, yeah. So... It, it it boggles my mind every day who I've got <laughs> to talk to and who hasn't blocked me. <laughs> <laughs> so is Chandler on there as a video? I'm not sure I've seen what he looks like in real life. Yes, he's um, he is with us twice. He was with us the first season and he was with us this season. Um, he's very dapper. Like, he's very <laughs> pretty. He's beautiful. Like, I can't say he's hot because that he's too pretty. If that makes sense. <laughs> he's just, and he has like this amazing personality, which is so funny. Cause you know, you read something like dead inside and you're expecting like, you know, I don't know, like this guy who lives in his mom's basement <laughs> and he's not, he's, he's, you know, he seems pretty normal. And I say normal, but that's, you know, our normal life, yes, yeah. I should. Normal say. within <laughs> the punk extreme horror community, right? <laughs> Our type of normal. <laughs> and um, how long have you been reviewing now? Then on uncomfortably dark. Um, for uncomfortably dark since January of this year, but that's actually how I kind of started in this community. Was I would review like simon mccarty and sean hawker and i would write like love letters to them <laughs> about how they were ruining my life um 
and how like my daughter was going to become a stripper and my son was going to stab people <laughs> out of prison. And it was all because of that. Your dog's um, going to become a Bigfoot rape festist. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so that's kind of how I started out was I was writing silly reviews and it kind of has become my shtick that, you know, I'm like the most unprofessional reviewer. Like I throw in <laughs> things like suck fest and, you know, this was fucking great. And, you know, and Candace is so amazing and she doesn't, she doesn't censor me. She doesn't try to <laughs> tell me I can't say certain things. She's just like, yeah, okay. Well, if this, if this is what you're going to say, <laughs> <laughs> this is what, if this is the hill you're going to die on, Christina, <laughs> I'm going to allow it. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's the best way to do the reviews, just to be as honest as you like. And I really, like, sometimes I have to, like, pull myself back, pull myself back. Like, nobody else asks me to, but I'm like, <laughs> I can't write that. I can't write that, you know, I read this and now I want to, like, steal their dog. Like, I'm <laughs> so pissed. Like, sometimes... I'll put, like, I threw my book across the room, but in a good way. Because sometimes, and I think you could probably, you know, back me up on this. There's two types of throwing books across the room. There's the ones where it's a good thing. Like, you're like, I can't believe this. And then you eat it. And then there's some that's like, I can't believe I just gave my headspace to this book. <laughs> and then you throw it. Yeah, I see both of them as good things. <laughs> right? Well... <laughs> Not always. <laughs> Not always. <laughs> My track record's pretty good at the moment. Most of what I read, I massively enjoy. So. You know, I, I've i read a hundred and almost 130 books and stories this year already. Yeah. And I think I have not enjoyed two. See, that's a pretty good success rate, right? I'm just saying, like, I'm yeah. a pretty easy reviewer. <laughs> yeah. I like to think that I am, but I don't know. Maybe people that I don't review well yeah, I've read, will say different. I recorded in this, I've read 80 plus maybe about 15, 20 short stories. And mm -hmm. yeah, I think I've pretty much liked them all. There's none that I've been like, no, I can't finish this. Like, I always finish. I yeah. do not DNF. Now, if I do DNF, there's something wrong because I don't mm. I'm like no this author no matter how I feel about this story or this book this author still put time into it and I yeah. I get other people who are like I DNF after the first page you know whatever if that's what you want to do then that's you I think it's silly but that's me yeah. <laughs> but I usually I would say maybe since I've been in this community in July of 2021, I may have DNF'd three books. I think, yeah, I think I've only, yeah, I've done three or four, but one or two of them were because the ebook was in format, right? And then I went back to it a couple of months later when they'd sorted it. Right. And enjoyed it. So it was just, you know. Yeah, so that you can or, count them. No, no. There was one or two <laughs> others where I was like, I can't, like, I've tried, but right. I just haven't got the time. Yeah. Like, for the I, would, part, yeah. I would rather get kicked in the vagina with a golf shoe than to finish <laughs> this book. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> but they're few and far between. And, yeah. and I like that. Yeah. 
but I'm also very like I try to read outside the genre and I'm like I'm so bored where's the rape <laughs> <laughs> I haven't tried yet I think it's gonna be terrible going back to reading like some YA or something I'm just gonna be like well difficult um, yeah nobody's died yet what's going on like, right because where's I... the fucking chainsaws right because <laughs> I have a liter like I came from literary fiction and like Victorian literature and stuff like that so it's kind of a different ball game <laughs> but then I like try to go back and I try to read like you know something that came out that's you know piqued my interest and I'm like <laughs> where's my McCarty <laughs> like, yeah. I, I need my Simon I need my Simon and my Sean back <laughs> <laughs> But if it's within our community, so like horror or extreme horror or splatterpunk, I can usually, even poetry, like you cannot give me bad poetry. <laughs> I will, I will love everything. So. Oh, I've got a poetry book out there, but it's not horror in any way, shape or form. So. I love poetry. Oh my God. I love poetry. Like Mike Innenbach is, he is like chef's kiss and yeah. his isn't really all for it's very emotional yeah. and very raw yeah i don't think i've read any of his stuff yet i think he's got oh. splatter western hasn't he he does uh, I went the hunger to read the other, yeah i went to read it the other day and it fucking wasn't on amazon because of death press switching over and doing something rather so. mm -hmm. because that's the one related to bishop two right yes yes because i was going to read um, that before i read bishop too but then i couldn't so i'm like oh, i have to put them both off for a while um it is on i believe it's on audible so if you can yeah. get it on audible if you listen to audiobooks i don't know a lot of people I don't know don't, i'm having to listen well i'm gonna try and listen to an audiobook soon because i was gonna do a podcast with um lucas mangum or potentially uh, he suggested it, so I can put it out there. Oh, uh, but the book that he suggested book. isn't available, but it is on audio. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, fuck it. I want to do a podcast with Lucas. I think we'd get along really well. So I'm going to have to read the book. And if that's the only way to do it, then I'm just going to have to listen to the audio. He's such a doll. Um, Lucas is another one that I, like, I'm a stalker of. I He can't. <laughs> He can't do a bad book or a bad story. In no, my opinion. I've read quite like, a lot of this now, and they've all been fantastic. Have you read American Garbage? No. no. It's I've not read... horror in any way. Right. No, I read his. Um, I read his um, Earth Star Mummy one. I think that's the only one of his mm -hmm. that hasn't been horror, or the rest have been horror. So. Yeah, he's. Yeah, he's one of my faves. Don't tell him. Yeah. That. No, okay. He has no idea. <laughs> yeah, he has no idea that I'm a complete stalker and I have like everything he's written. <laughs> he has no idea. <laughs> he does. He knows. They all know. That's the they thing. Like yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't hide my stalkering. Well, it's one of the good things about a lot of the authors being in like the chat groups and stuff, right? Like you just get to talk to everyone in this community. Great. And that's what's so neat. Like I run a, a weekly book club. I, it started as I was just trying to read some of my TBR. And then I was like, I'll invite other people. And it's like turned into this huge, like um, we have Rath James White in a chat with us. 
nice. talking in real time about his books. Like, <laughs> it's insane. We have um, another one going on right now with Carver Pike. And we're is like, the, is this Faces of Biff? Is it? Are you doing, uh, we, uh, so, so we started with Faces of Beth and right. we're five books into his back catalog now. We just yeah. keep reading. Just keep going. Yeah. I don't and that's you. what we've done. <laughs> yeah, that's what we've done with Wrath is we started with um which one did we start with? I've only read um Population 400 Days Zero and 400 Days of Oppression. That's pain. what we started with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we started with that one and we are currently on our fifth or sixth of his. And he just keeps putting up with us just like Harper <laughs> does. And it's awesome. Yeah. But we've had Ryan, we've had Lucas, we've had uh, Jonathan Butcher, we've had Simon and Sean, Ash Eric Like it, it turns into shenanigans. Shenanigans. That's another one. Did you actually get to see Ash Eric Moore in person? Like, is he just a skeleton no. or? Always a skeleton for us. <laughs> um, we interviewed him, Marion and I did, and he wore a mask, a skeleton uh, mask. See, so I can try and get him on this podcast then. It's you fine can. You can wear mask. Yeah. Right. Oh, and I think he would totally do it. Like, yeah, he's done he's a couple of my book covers, of... so he might be around. Right <gasps> And he's he's just he's the bee's knees. I love Ash. Hmm. Ash is a great guy. <laughs> awesome. Right. Um, okay. <laughs> oh no, go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say, yeah, if you wanna should we move on to the book? Or... Uh, I guess. I mean, no one's yeah. really probably heard of this guy at all. No. <laughs> you can fill us in on some of his other work as well, as you Oh, I, regular expert. <laughs> I, I would like to see, I mean, I've got a tattoo of his words on me for crying out loud. Oh, wow. Nice. <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so this week we're going to cover Genical Grinder by Ryan Hardin. Uh, we will be talking about the whole book, so there will definitely be spoilers. Uh, so if you haven't read it beforehand, then maybe read it first. Or if not, you can just listen to us tell you how brilliant it is and then Go pick it up afterwards so you can agree with us. Right? Like, <laughs> and if you haven't read it, shame on you. Shame yeah. on you. What are you doing in this Splatterpunk community? Not reading genital. Right? <laughs> God, see yourself out. <laughs> um, actually, before I say the synopsis, I might as well ask, like, what made you choose Genital Grinder then? And like I said you could pick any book you wanted and you kind of instantly said Genital Grinder. I did. There was, there was no <laughs> hesitation. Um, zero set zero <laughs> so um, why this one so i've probably read since i've been in the community over 500 books and this is going to sound so weird and it's not don't try to understand it it's my comfort book i have read it probably six times since i read it the first time a year ago um <laughs> I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but there's something about it. There's something that puts it above everyone else. And I feel kind of bad saying that because there are so many brilliant authors out there. But when you're at that level that this collection is, it needs to be given reverence, if that makes sense. 
and I'm a fangirl. I'm going to put this out there. I'm a fangirl, like <laughs> hardcore. So <laughs> like it is what it is. But yeah, I just like last year, it was my number one read of the year. Yeah. So it is probably plenty of people's number one reads. I think quite a few of the authors are inspired by this one. Yes. And as they should, as they should, there's, I mean, Vaughn and Greg for life, right? (laughs) Like, how can you not love? They're so lovable. (laughs) I just released a book recently, um, Ensuring Your Place in Hell. And like Vaughn and Greg are heavily featured in the first, um, in Otis Bateman's Mm -hmm. first story. Like, it's definitely like, uh, inspired by heavenly <laughs> yes and, yeah and he much. makes no bones about it he'll tell you that straight away because everyone loves this fucking book like genital grinder is a fantastic book and anyone who doesn't i have to really question their sanity <laughs> like like what why i would i need an essay written on why this is not yeah. like the greatest don't like it there's gonna be a damn good reason why <laughs> right like their head better like i don't know yeah. your family might have been killed by a von and greg but any other <laughs> reason there is no reason <laughs> um so i don't know how oh, synopsis of this book it's gonna be hard um so yeah james grinders pretty much about a collection of stories that in this kind of small town city where everything is pretty seedy and dirty and nasty and it follows a bunch of different people and the crazy insane shit they're getting up to and it's kind of a it's not a rap as such but there's like a interlinking within the stories which is sometimes just minimal other times it's a lot more um so three of the stories i think have got von and greg in it and the rest are kind of they're mentioned little things here and there all set in this fucking seedy little town where everyone just seems like a right cunt. Like, I don't <laughs> think there's a single nice person in the book. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. Well, I mean, you could make the case for Geisha Hammond. Yeah. But, but she, cause I mean, well, no, because she's kind of a dickbag too. <laughs> Yeah, maybe the fat girl that died right at the beginning. We don't know what she was like, but she might have been nice. The one that was wearing a built Ford Tough, <laughs> or the one from Bottom Feeder. Yeah, the one from Bottom Feeder right at the start. It's just I don't well, think we find out anything about her, do we? Other than she's like some drunken hussy who died on top of him and won't get off. Yes, <laughs> yes, she is. She's there. Um, <laughs> and fun fact, bottom feeder, I actually made a note to remember this, is not in the physical copy. Oh, it's it only it's only in the ebook. Oh, why is that? I didn't know that. I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Just throw in the This is where I need a phone number. I'd be like, Ryan, phone in, let us know. Right. <laughs> right? Um Reply in so the comments. I did, I, <laughs> just bring, I'll give you his email. Just send yeah. him the link. Make him come in here and explain himself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it because I didn't know, because he had made mention of it. And I was like, what are you talking about? I've read everything. And he's like, it's in the ebook. And so right. I had to, yes. Yeah, you had to it's double only in the ebook. By the e-book. That's clever market. <laughs> He's clever. Yeah. He's clever. <laughs> he Don't seems like such a nice that. guy as well. Like, he's all right. 
<laughs> no, I'm just kidding. He's he's probably one of the sweetest in the community, but he doesn't want people to know that, I guess. Definitely one of so, the most supportive. I see him like just sharing people's books yes. all the time. He really is. Yeah, because the physical copy starts with damaged goods. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it starts with damaged goods. So I would never have known that. Yeah. So fun fact. <laughs> yeah. That you know now. Look at There's going to be loads Look of people it. being like, what the fuck is Bottom Feeder? What book are they talking right? about? I thought they were talking about genital grinder. Like, right. Like, <laughs> wait a second. I know that book forward and yeah. backward. The first time you don't. <laughs> I do on the other. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it's only in the ebook and it's on Amazon. So go read it because it's really kind of funny. It's sex and Batgirl and death and. <laughs> it's hilarious and you're like it's so uncomfortable because like as a fat girl you know i'm like hmm this is <laughs> one of my big fears <laughs> like like you start to kind of go i don't i don't i don't know how i feel about this could, could i die you know so i think you'd have to fun. be a few hundred pounds heavier to worry about this um appreciate it you might need glasses but I'm going to go with that today. <laughs> <laughs> Don't yes. put it to the test, though. Like, you know, just... <gasps> right. No, not interested. Not interested. Yeah. I don't know. But yes, it is. Um, it's uncomfortable because, like, it it's claustrophobic. Mm. So this is happening. And the idea of not being able to move, like, you're put in this you're put in the mindset of the male character like yeah. he's a dick bag you know <laughs> he's i mean he thinks that she's a bottom feeder like this is the best he's gonna get so yeah. does he deserve what happens to him i mean technically he's beneath her right like <laughs> right like <laughs> ha, ha, ha. <laughs> how the turntables turn <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so you, you're kind of put in this situation mentally as a reader where you're kind of starting to, I don't want to say side with him, but empathize and hope mm -hmm. he gets out of this situation. But why are we hoping for that when he's just going to go out and do it again? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You don't think he's going to learn from his mistake? Right. Oh, he's going to learn this time. <laughs> but yeah, I I don't know. I, it was a very interesting because like I'm reading it and I'm just busting up laughing because it's hysterical. <laughs> I don't know. It's such an absurd situation. Yeah. That he gets into. one of those into. ones where you're like, you want to survive it so you can tell people about it right like, you're like if not i die at this point people are gonna laugh at my funeral like i want to be in right. on the joke <laughs> right like, imagine like that's how you die mothered by a fat chick and you <laughs> didn't even get your rocks off like that yeah. that is the worst <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> like i don't care if i'm smothered by a fat chick just let me come first like you know <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I read this story like that recently, actually, without the fat chick. But yeah, different author. Like. <laughs> Who? 
Uh, it was Patrick C. Harrison's. I read his um, Five Places to Land You in Hell. Oh, nice. I haven't read that um, one yet. One of the stories was so, it's called something like uh, it started with an ass, and it was about this girl who talks about like dying, like like on the thrones of ecstasy, like she's just about to come and die, and like how that would be the greatest thing ever, sort of thing. No, that would be terrible. Like well, in her mind, unless, that was that was like the like, ultimate aim. Like, <laughs> like that would be like the ultimate edge. That's not okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, why no? Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's like the other extreme version of dying with blue balls. <laughs> it really is. Like, no. No, thank you. No. Next. Like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so do you want to go through these in order or do you want to jump around or talk about your favorite crazy. next? Or Oh, my favorite is, what is it, the snuff film in five acts? Uh, yeah, that's the fourth one, yeah. Yes. Gentle Grinder, a snuff film in five acts. So yeah. I, obviously it's got Geisha Hammond in it and she's a running joke. Poor thing. I feel so bad for, what is it? Um, they, it, like the male characters talk about how fast they, she could make them come with her mouth. Yeah, with her mouth. With them. those lips that they see every day on the newscast. <laughs> I don't know why, but like this this book is so. Funny. I love how like, game she is about it, though. She's like, "Oh no, no, I'll suck your cocks. It's fine. Just, right. just let me go. Like it's right. no problem." Like, <laughs> right, like not at all. Um, I, I kind of believe her. I don't. I don't think she would go to the police afterwards. I think she'd be like, "No, no, it's fine. Like, let me just suck your dicks. Go. We're forgetting." I'm about good. It. I'm good. Yeah. And then she like has that horrible disease that like <laughs> she has some mucus. Like. <laughs> <laughs> And then they make her eat it. <laughs> There's so much. And that's what's so funny. And I, you know, again, I can see why some people would be like, that's disgusting. It just floated in the bath like she's saying it. <laughs> and then the rest of us are like, ew. <laughs> like, it's funny. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, that's, and then, um, what? Don't they like something about uh, what is it? The um is it a light? It's not a light bulb, is it? The glass and they make am I making something up? Oh, uh, they it's something with a lamp, is that what you is it is it the lamp? Look at me. Exactly. See, this was my biggest fear that I was gonna get on here and I'm like, I don't want that Harding's book. And then, <laughs> you know, I like completely blank. And this has been my biggest fear. So it's because you had I mean, the um, you had the other guy, didn't you? Who was like so happy that he was going to get to fuck the reporter or something. Was yes, yeah. because he like there's there's glass in her vagina. I'm pretty yeah, sure. It's the yeah, it's not the newscaster, is it? It's the porn star. They no, it was the girl they knew at high school. Sarah, Sarah, yeah. Sarah Pensy. I don't know how I remember these <laughs> goofy names, but Sarah Pensy, because she is in the first. Yeah, they mentioned the her in Damage. Yeah, they mentioned her in Damaged Goods, don't they? Or is it her because, in Yes, she was in Damaged Goods. Yeah. Um, but that one's my favorite, just because they go through this and they torture these people. 
and they don't turn the camera on. <laughs> yeah. They just don't turn it on. So they went through all of this and these people went through these horrific deaths. Yeah. And there's, there's, there's <laughs> no record of it. <laughs> there's like three or four of them, wasn't it? It's was like the, uh, there was four. It was the perv, two boys, two it? the perv with the mm-hmm. camera, the reporter, the porn star. Mm-hmm. And then the other guy who just thought he was going to get really lucky and fucked the porn star. But... Oopsie. And that's... Getting his dick shredded, I think, didn't he, with the glass and a yeah, shoved up a pussy, and they just made him. <laughs> like I think that, like that, to me is more like makes me like shiver because I don't want to say cringe because that's not what this is, but it makes me like you know <laughs> more than having to eat like gross stuff in the back and like I don't I don't know why, but. <laughs> Just don't put things in vaginas that aren't supposed to be there, you know? And it's funny because these splatter guys are very good about, like, figuring out things that could just be shoved up there like it's a fucking purse, you know? Yeah, I just reread, um, I reread the slob to do a video on the channel. And that's got, like, the fucking meat on the bone that he shoves up there and then he's, like, licking off afterwards and stuff. Uh-huh. That seems horrible. <laughs> right? And then there's one with um, spoilers for um, we don't care if you're offended. There's a story in there uh, called Chompers. I think that's what it's called. And there, there's a lamp that goes up there. Oh, really? Yeah. And I'm like... And then, of <laughs> course, you know... Well. Not with those guys. Not, oh my God. (laughs) There's never any, it's like, it's like Harding. If you're a female, you don't have a good chance of surviving without a horrible death. (laughs) Just saying, (laughs) going to throw that out there. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Damaged goods is probably my second favorite. Just sticking with Vaughn and Greg. You like Vaughn and Greg then? Oh, I love Vaughn and Greg. Like, yeah. I like to tell people my fictional boyfriends are Heathcliff from Weathering Heights. He is Chef's Kiss. And then we have Alex Cole from uh, Ash Eric Moore's Sick Buck trilogy. He's hilarious. And then Vaughn and Greg. Like, <laughs> if I'm going to get killed by a fictional character, I need it to be Vaughn and Greg. Yeah. It's you know? Kind of stuff. Despite the fact that they're definitely going to shove something up your vagina. Right. Like, <laughs> just don't, don't edge me, boys. Don't edge me. Okay, that's all I'm asking. <laughs> as long as they don't take you to Sammy, you'll be all right. That's when shit gets nasty. Sammy. Like, here's the thing. Sammy is so smart. How did he get with those two <laughs> i know right? you want the origin <laughs> story there don't you <laughs> right like were were von and greg his bullies was sammy the bully like where are we at here so i feel like they must have been like i don't know if their ages are mentioned i feel like you know like when you got that friend at school that you've been friends with for so long the fact that you've grown apart into two completely different people don't matter because you've been friends yeah. forever i feel like right. it has to be something like that like they've just but having said that, they were prepared to kill him like instantly, so they can't really. Right. 
long of a history <laughs> like, like oh how deep like is this a christmas card friendship or <laughs> a every once in a while dm on facebook friendship like i don't know i think it's a it? share multiple vaginas thrown into a single woman friendship so. and buttholes you can't yeah. forget about buttholes i know it's buttholes of, isn't it yeah there's a lot of there's a lot because i um did he make him use the same one as well? Like, he's like, well, just keep all the others for himself. You guys can both just use the same one. Right? <laughs> well, in damaged goods, they use um one of them uses it as a cock ring. Yeah. So the um the girl they found just lied around in the street, wasn't it? Or something? Yeah, it was they think it was Sarah Pensy, and it was actually um Bond's cousin, Greg's cousin. Don't know. It definitely it wasn't her because she was in the next one. Yeah. Because then in the other one, in um, the other genital grinder one, it was a, mm -hmm. um, it was a stripper girl, wasn't it, from the club? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, that and here's what's they so definitely funny. have a salt fun and Greg. <laughs> they definitely got a kind they, they like. And it's funny <sighs> trying to explain these stories to someone who is not in the community <laughs> is in because like I've tried to explain to my mother and she's like, <laughs> no, 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 thank you, thank you. It's really nice that you're supporting your friends, but no, please don't, you know. Yeah. But and you for like you forget certain parts until someone reminds you and you're like, oh my god, yes. Cause like the whole trying to get the money from the wife <laughs> or the husband's dick and like chopped off but didn't chop off. <laughs> like it's the wrong one. Get up and tell anyone. Just chop off the wrong dick. You're like, yeah, it's a look. Mistakes happen. <laughs> Friday nights, right? Friday nights in Alaska, you know. <laughs> but yeah, so definitely Vaughn and Greg, you know, and they, you know, Dickie and Balls, Vaughn and Greg, like, yeah. it, it works. It works. So, but yeah, those... Mm -hmm. Those are my comfort reads. Like when I when I have a bad day and I need something funny, it's like when people rewatch TV shows because they know what's going to happen. They don't yeah. have that, you know. I, I go to Vaughn and Greg. Uh, yeah. yeah, I go to Vaughn and Greg, and you know, you just know they're going to hack some fucking hooker up and fuck the different I'm body like, parts and dump right, her in the I'm street like, somewhere. I need a and bitch to die. <laughs> right? I need a bitch to die, and I need her to die in a very bad way. <laughs> like, those are definitely oh. you guys then. <laughs> right. They're just waiting on me every single time. <laughs> They're like, it's okay, Christina. You can be sad. Come see us. We've yeah. got you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love the um I mean, I don't know if you say it over there as well, but like the banter between them, just like yeah. they're just hilarious together. Like they're, they're absolute scumbags really but they're yes. just so funny like but they're organic like they don't feel the dialogue doesn't feel forced yeah. if that makes sense 
it just it feels just, like they're mates that they're guys who've yes. known each other for ages and are <laughs> way too comfortable with each other right like maybe i don't specifically know <laughs> a von and greg type <laughs> but i could see myself not knowing that but does that make sense like it, it feels organic yeah like they could be you feel any... like there's they feel like there's a von and greg out there in the world somewhere <laughs> Oh, there's got to be a ton of them. <laughs> that's, maybe that's what's scary. Maybe I feel like I need to read up on them. So then when I meet them, I'm like, look, I've read this story before. You <laughs> know how this is going to go. Because that's. I think you've done well moving to Alaska then. Like, that's got to be the furthest away from where those guys would be. Like well, more actually, actually, Alaska has one of the highest per capita rapers. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe so it's the other way. Maybe you just I moved may... where you thought they were. <laughs> it's all serendipitous, and now I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm worried. Um, just following the rock band around the country. <laughs> right. Oh, but yeah. So, and I it. And I understand, like, there's been, like, you know, I read the reviews because we all read bad reviews too, you know. Um, it's misogynistic. Hmm. But as women, are we always perfect? Do we not talk about men's dick sizes and, you know, things like that? Like, slow your pump your brakes, sweetheart, <laughs> you know? But you know what I mean? Like, they're supposed to be terrible. They're supposed to make you uncomfortable. I think it's always like it's always been the argument for me. It's like, no, I'm not misogynistic. My character might be like, like he's definitely got a problem. <laughs> for me, right. no, I have no issue. But that dude's right. a fucking asshole. <laughs> I do not condone him. No, <laughs> but I could see where he's coming from. <laughs> yeah. He's the main that. character in my book, but he's not my hero. <laughs> like right. he's a dickhead. Wink, right? <laughs> like always add that yeah. wink behind, so then yeah. they're not really sure. Exactly. Um, yeah. And I think that's such a great point because authors are so often seen as their characters like you want to go out and rape women and <laughs> just spew misogynistic like i'm like no no i just want to write about it <laughs> right like look if i think it and don't do it we're okay <laughs> like, yeah. i'm worried know. about the people that don't write about it how do they get on with it <laughs> right we read it <laughs> we read it we read it. It's cathartic. Yeah. <laughs> but it is. It really is. Like for trauma and things like that, reading a book, maybe not Joe Grinder exactly, <laughs> but it, it's very cathartic because a lot of times the female will, you know, go back and get revenge or something like that. So, yeah. but. <laughs> <laughs> Not a general not, writer. Not this one. <laughs> I don't think a single one of them gets any revenge at any point. I'm trying to think, but I don't. No, I don't think so. No, nope. not even. 
I don't even think the wife does, does she? No, in um, sharing needles, the wife in sharing needles. No. Mm -mm. No, no, yeah, no, she dies, doesn't she? Yeah. Yeah, no, yes, they all get it pretty the, badly. the dad, the dad kills yeah. her. Yeah. Yeah, because the dad kills her. <laughs> sharing Whoops. needles is great. <laughs> I like that one. It is because you're not you're reading the journal entries and you're thinking, okay, this is the sun. And then plot twist, you know, we got mm -hmm. M night. What is what? How do you pronounce his last name? M uh, night so something. <laughs> Not even going to try. Not uh, even going to try. I but like, you, <laughs> right. I do too. Um, that's what happens. Cause you're not prepared. You're like, Whoa, no. but it works. And that's what's, interesting and why here's the thing i there's not a bad one in here they're all my favorites um we haven't bon and Greg. my favorite yet so that's how many good stories uh, there are <laughs> oh let me see if i can pick which one's your favorite not many left to choose from now i know it's process of elimination i'm actually quite genius in doing <laughs> this i'm gonna say development yeah it's development yeah, yeah, yeah. Development. development's amazing yeah. amazing and the twist, the twist. <laughs> so I've yeah. been yakking. You talk about this one. I've been yakking up a storm. All right, you can talk as much as you want. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I think I like development just because it's, I don't know, there's this extra evilness about the main character in it. Like the <laughs> fact that you got this serial killer who's got all these women tied up in his basement and he doesn't feel like the most evil character in the story. Like, there's something that just tickles me about that. Like, this dude who finds out that this guy has these women in his basement because he's developed the photos, or developed a photo that kind of links him mm -hmm. to work out who it is. And instead of going to the police, he's like, oh, can I try? <laughs> Let me like, I'd like to sample girls. your like, wares. Yeah. <laughs> And then he's like, oh, I've got this other girl. Like, you might be interested in her. Like, I haven't had the guts to do it myself, but maybe you could kidnap her for me. Like, you know, something's hilarious about that. The idea of, hey, 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 I heard you got a pussy buffet. Can I, <laughs> you know, you know, I don't know. Like, that, that popped <laughs> into my mind and now it's like making me want to snort. Um <laughs> the balls of just going up to his door and being like yes. i know who you are but it's cool it's it's fine like i'm not trying to blackmail you but i am trying to blackmail you but for a different reason like right. not to extort you out of money or turn you in but actually uh, you know i want to fuck one of the girls and maybe you I could get this other one like and not even i want to fuck one of the girls i want to fuck my sister well, yeah like that's even because that twist, and that's what's so funny is I think this is like what twenty pages, the story. Yeah, it's not too long. Yeah. No, it's thirteen. Right, because he keeps it's talking 13. about this girl like that he likes that he spies on, doesn't he? And then yeah, she fits into the alphabetical space, so the guy's like, oh yeah, I might as well. After I killed right? you for being a dick. Right. So it's like there's so many like plot twists it's like um damaged goods and damaged goods won him the gross out oh, okay I, cool. I think don't quote me i think in 99 right. it was like one of his first stories but there were a lot longer stories in the gross out back then then that's pretty long for a gross out story um i 
think seven pages. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, I, um, I thought it was longer than that. I did too. <laughs> That's why I had to. Yeah. <laughs> um, Gets a lot in there for seven pages. Well, think about development. That's only 13. Yeah. And there's like you, you get this, you know, this. You get creepy... a lot about him. Yes. Like, I think that's the other thing I like about it is you find out like his, his like creepy fuckingness of like these photos that he likes that like everyday people come in and get developed and think nothing of. It's not like he's into like these pictures that these guys have taken of their wife naked. It's nothing like that. It's like, you know, her feet or, you know, like stuff at the beach or whatever. Like he likes that. But then it's like also like when he gets a glimpse of the dungeon, he's like, wants more and more and keeps these catalogues of the photos which is super creepy i love that idea like that was so creepy so creepy yeah. that you know something that you consider to be a little bit more personal a mm. little bit more intimate can just be sitting in some creepy guys like you know that's why i don't put a lot of pictures of my kids online because like i don't know yeah, I mean, I guess it's slightly older, isn't it? When this story was written, it was probably more when photos were still being developed, like from a film camera or so forth. So, yeah, this idea of just some scrapbook sort of thing is way more creepy to me because, like, stuff online, you could just right-click and save it. It's it's easily done. But he had to, like, print extra copies of these photos in order to keep them. Like, he went that extra level creep which I think is what I find really interesting about it. Like, it's not just like a save file. It's like, no, I had to actually right. reprint them and then fucking stick them in my scrapbook. And Well, think about the, um, like, how much trouble he could have gotten into. Like, yeah. the, the... Okay, <laughs> so Damaged Goods was from 99. I forgot that he does one of my favorite things which is the story after the story uh yeah i've still Every never day. tried that i keep thinking about doing oh, it and i never do it's, god i love that i love that like let me get in your brain <laughs> that's that's just uh it's from in layman's terms which just so you know that one's a hard one to find it doesn't say when it was written hmm I imagine it had to be like early 2000s or mid 2000s. Yeah, because like I, I think all of them. Yeah. Are They're super, all older than what I thought they were. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, but yeah. I, I like development. I think that's really creepy, that one. I love the twist at the end. But I know, I, I just like the idea of the relationship between them, like him blackmailing him, but for completely the wrong reason. I mean, that's really funny. And like you said, the guy who has the, you know, pussy buffet of the kidnapped girls is not the worst character in no. the story. It's and right. how, like, how does that work? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's because you don't know as much about him, right? Like, he's just some fucking psycho serial killer who keeps girls mm -hmm. in his basement. So you're like, you know, he's like this mythical figure almost where this other dude's got like this regular job, like... <laughs> <laughs> so you're like he just feels a lot more real and therefore just worse. So that's how my yeah. mind works anyway. Yeah. 
but that it's like that um, in um oh, what was the other one in um yes yeah, was it sharing needles with the father and the son mm-hmm. but the one yeah like again like the son's worse than the father for me in that like the father's some oh, yeah. legendary Absolutely. serial killer but the son's the one who wants his fucking wife murdered by his dad so he can get away with it sort of thing like it's almost as if the dad stopped because he had the son yeah you know what i mean like he he was like okay i gotta stop because you know i don't want my son to grow up with this and then he grows up to be a psych yeah yeah the father does a little better than what the uh the dad did in um that viking massacre by hawker and mccarty Mm -hmm. this father at least stopped for a while (laughs) rather than four weeks I will never look at a tequila bottle the same way. <laughs> never gonna happen. Never. <laughs> just. Yeah, no, I definitely. It... I think I like these characters that are just they're meant to be the um, not take the moral high ground, but they're meant to be better, right? Like the son's meant yeah. to be better than the father. Like the kid at the Photoshop's meant to be better than the serial killer. But they're not. Right? They're, they're not, not like... and that. That's what's fascinating. And that's where his writing gets you. Is because you... Vaughn and Greg do a lot worse, but you're on their side because they're funny. Right. With these, these guys, you're like, yeah, but you should have turned him in. What are you doing? Like, you can't right. do that. <laughs> right. Like, look, maybe this isn't the best idea. <laughs> this isn't how to spend a Friday night. <laughs> Being based on your, like, judged on your charisma rather than your morals or whatever. But... Right. But, Okay, so that's a really great point. How as readers do we do that? Because yeah. we do. Like I will side. Like yes, I've been wanting Greg every time, and they do way worse. <laughs> I will never speak badly about my boyfriends ever. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, the creep at the Photoshop. Like fuck that dude. <laughs> fuck that guy. I'm turning his ass in so fast. <laughs> I'm gonna get crime stoppers because like over here. Um, certain places, if you turn criminals in, you get an amount of money. Right. I will crime stopper his ass so fast. <laughs> but Vaughn and Greg, they're just misunderstood. Yeah. It's like yeah. I, just want to ruffle their hair. They're sweet. Yeah, those those scamps. <laughs> love them. Love those them. Scamps but I do. Just chopping up assholes <laughs> and fucking them. <laughs> Making women do horrible things. <laughs> I love them so much. <laughs> and you know, it's going to be so funny because people are going to watch this and be like, Christina, you are so fucked in the head. I'll be like, it really, it took this to make you figure that out? Like, <laughs> come on. Like, how slow can we be? <laughs> so um, are all the other stories in the book? Is it just the um, bottom feeder that's not in there? Yes, the, it's just bottom feeder. Is the... Um... I don't know what it's called now, the final indication or indication mm, is I, it? Is that in there? I love final indication. Um, so another reason why I love this collection as much as I do, I will say I will never be able to get anything from this book tattoo on me. Just gonna put <laughs> that out there. Um, <laughs> maybe a V and G, yeah. maybe. I don't know, maybe down the line um, with a little heart around it <laughs> <laughs> and 
a little arrow through it. Uh, oh, that they pulled out of some dead hooker and, eaten and a like bit a of butthole around it. <laughs> <laughs> it feels so fearless, and it you know because he wrote the stories from like two thousand to two thousand ten when this was first published. And especially with Final Indication, there's a section in it that just is well before its time. And I don't, a lot of times we read, and you know, you you read as much as I do, we read things and we're like, could the author have pushed the boundary a little bit more? Hmm. But a lot of times authors are afraid to because there's so much, you know, the author is looked at as the character. Yeah. And I feel like this collection is one of those that's just kind of like, fuck you, before fuck yeah. you was, you know what I mean? <laughs> Does that make sense? Or yeah, I, I think just... if you released it now, I think you would do amazing. I think you would get a lot of shit for it, but I think his sales would go crazy because it's so fucking nasty. Everyone would be moaning about it. Therefore, people right. would be reading it. Like, and let me tell you, every single time, and splatter punk horror readers, if they're like, what's the nastiest book? And I'm like, genital grinder. <laughs> <laughs> like, you need to read this. Yeah. Um, but Final Indication is, it feels like it doesn't belong at the beginning. Because, and I even told him this, that that was my least favorite when I first read this. But then, I don't know, like the second, third time, <laughs> I really connected with it because he had something to say in that story. And I yeah. think he definitely said it. Um, and it I wasn't, wasn't sure when I first read it, I wasn't sure whether it was the afterword or not. Like it took right. me like two, three pages into the story before I realized I was reading the story. Because it's so tonally different to the rest of the book. But it's almost as if he's like, hey, you you had your dessert. Now let's focus on the entree for just one second. Yeah. You know, you had your fun. Now let's let's be I, I've got something to say. Yeah, I've yeah. got something to say. Let me just say it now. Like... Because um because, yeah, it's definitely a very cool concept and, like, the whole kind of painting terrorist act sort of stuff. It's crazy, crazy idea, um, which kind of, like you said, now it fits in with, like, the AI stuff coming along now. It right. feels more relevant. But, but I mean, where we it got was it from at the time. <laughs> it was written, what, like, um, 2000. Yeah. Oh, so, so he wrote this... Um, because of Y2K. Right. That would make sense. Yeah. I can so, see that. Yeah. And I and mean, that ridiculous just, fucking thing that was never going to happen in a million years, but produced a few good books out of it. Right? Not only that, but think about being that age. So, let's see, 2000. would have been, he would have been in his 20s. Yeah. Yes, he would have been in his 20s. I'm trying to like do the math, but like not show his age, um, just in <laughs> case he doesn't want me to. Um, did not get that authorized either. Um, no. <laughs> but imagine being a young adult 
and oh my god all of this is going to happen like i i was in my late teens yeah, in 2017 i wasn't right? buying like, it <laughs> like you were like, thinking see and me i'm like one of those people that i think you know i'm i'm, I'm an overanalyzer which works really great as a reviewer really poorly as a as an adult um <laughs> like you get in a lot of trouble for overanalyzing everything but like they were saying that you know airplanes were going to fall from the sky and things like that and it it's scary because you're bombarded with this media and that's what he's saying in this is yeah. wait like wait a second this doesn't make any sense um where was this i don't know 27 years ago could have used and actually i don't think i would have appreciated a book like this <laughs> in my teens <laughs> probably would have been like i don't i don't know about that i don't, I don't know about that <laughs> but yeah i final indications definitely has a different feel to it but somehow it still fits yeah like you said i think it's almost a a sort of sensible finish to a crazy book. Like the story is crazy still, probably more crazy because it's more far-fetched and supernatural than the other stories that are based in some fucked up reality. Right. But at the same time, it feels like a more sensible grown-up story because it's got a bit more to say than, you know, you could make a lot of money chopping someone's dick off and mentioning it back to them. (laughs) <laughs> right. And, you know, there's no buttholes in this one. No, there's um, no buttholes in this one. Just but I think paintings coming to life and killing people right. in the cinema. <laughs> no, fun stuff. Yeah. Friday night stuff. Exactly. Um, but I think that's kind of the fun of it is there is kind of something for everyone hmm. in the collection. If you want the weird and bloody then you've got final indications if you want Vaughn and Greg stories you've got those if you want weird twists then you've got you know Emissies shared mentioned that's got the weird twist as well right <sighs> there's so many easter eggs in that one it drives me bonkers <laughs> it drives me bonkers um it's so I'm guessing because- from like Ryan's work that I've read and the way he talks and certain things I'm guessing dude must have worked in a video store at some point like he just gives me that vibe with his work. As someone who's worked in the video store, like I just see his frustrations in like night stalkers and embassies and right. just things just slide in there. Where I'm like, this guy knows retail. Like he's done right. it. <laughs> I and that's we'll get to night stalkers, but that's one of the reasons why I like night stalkers. Um, yeah, embassies. Yeah. I just I like the. The twist and that and just the snuff sort of film element of it it's well that and how he like easter eggs everything together like he puts Mm. characters back in and you see this yeah because they mentioned the girl found in the dumpster or something don't they which was from the first film and they mentioned like the serial killers around the area which is sharing needles, but they think it's a copycat because of the fucking sun or whatever. Like, it's, I think there's a then, few things put together in that one. And then I think, and it's funny because 
people have watched the episode with him, they would see all these tabs. Well, I actually sent my tab annotated book to Ryan. So I had uh, to get another one <laughs> and I don't have any of my notes. So that's why mm -hmm. I was a little panicky. Um, okay. So emissary is 67. Um, I'm pretty sure Vaughn and Greg make an appearance in this one because they're oh, yeah, no, he, gaping um, anus. Yeah, he buys gaping anus from the um from the video rental store. Because um they mention they don't mention Vaughn and Greg. Someone else goes mm -hmm. to the counter to rent it out and he's like, Oh, someone else has got it. And that would be Vaughn and Greg from um damaged goods. And it just <sighs> And that's just with Ooh. his characters and things like that. And then when you want to try to get into like the music references, the music Easter eggs, the movie Easter eggs, like it yeah. makes your eye twitch. It makes your <laughs> eye twitch. Yeah, I don't think I ever really get the music ones. Um, but yeah, a lot of the movie ones I get where he's going with them. I don't get either. Um <laughs> I don't like I had never seen a, a Fulci movie right or a Dargento movie until I started researching so you just for his stayed away from Italy altogether you're like I'm not watching those Italian movies <laughs> <laughs> no I'm just teasing. um I I like independence I I don't get to watch a lot of movies or films with my kids and now that I read like maybe I watch one or two movies a month. I just don't have time. <laughs> I just don't have time. So, now, um, Paw Patrol? Sidetracking a tiny bit then. Uh -huh. Have you read Final Gate? Lucas Mangum and Wesley Southard. I have not, but that is actually one of my buddy reads coming up in July. Okay. So, well, Knowing nothing about Vulture then, let me know what you think about it. I will. It's, it's, I it's will. a fantastic book, but it's pure Italian horror. And I'm interested to know what people think who don't know those movies. I've seen all those movies, so I know them all. <laughs> but if you haven't watched any of them, I wonder how the book reads for someone who doesn't know any of that stuff. Right, because I worry sometimes that a lot of what they're trying to say is lost on readers like me. Hmm. Um, I don't think like Pandemonium was, though, was it? Like, I think most people got the Pandemonium as this insane, crazy book that without knowing how much it's based on Demons 1 or 2, yes. like... You can just yes. read it as a crazy wrestling oh show my book. And, you know, with Pandemonium, I would have never probably picked it up if it wasn't for Lucas and Ryan. Because to me, a book like that is a boy book. And I know that that does not make any sense to anyone. Maybe it makes sense to you. But I'm like, that's not, I'm not going to like that. But then... Like you go through it and I grew up watching wrestling with my grandmother. So not only is it action packed, I think they, um, in an interview between the two of them, they said that there's like 120 kills on page. I mean, like that goes um, that second half. It is insanity. Um, um, I, I had it on my to read list and I didn't mm -hmm. read it because I was writing my wrestling book at the time. So mm -hmm. I was writing Blood Soaked Wrestling. I was like, I don't want to read this book because I'll get influenced by it. Right. And then when I went to read it, the first chapter or two was kind of similar to Blood Soaked Wrestling. I was like, oh no, 
and then it went off in a completely fucking different direction. Yeah. It went all yeah. like from dust to dawn and stuff. And I was like, oh, okay, this is good. I can sit back and enjoy this one without feeling like I accidentally like took a bit of the idea or whatever. Right. It it's so seamless between the two of them. Mm. You like there's certain things that are said in the book and I you know I would DM Ryan and be like did you write that line because that feels like a Ryan line like you just after a while you start to pick up on certain authors when they co-author with the, with others you're like wait a minute <laughs> um and that but it's seamless I I yeah. don't know how they did it it's seamless and then you know Night Stalkers you know. no, that's just as difficult to pick out. I've read a lot of Christopher Triana, and I can tell you who wrote who in that book. Mm-mm. That one, that one, I'm not as good about. Um, like, God damn, is that book cathartic? You know, <laughs> <laughs> especially the opening scene. I like Karen stories, and so <laughs> when she gets hers. I know I'm in for a good time. <laughs> yeah. You know? Night Suckers is hilarious. It's gory. It's metal. Um, yeah, very metal. I that, That's don't one of those know. books that you, like, you read to a playlist. Like. Right. Well, John Wayne Commonale actually did one for the book. Yeah. I did a, uh, I can imagine that. Yeah, so that's kind of neat. He's another all five. He's fantastic. Love his work. I adore him. Um, I'm a huge stalker of his as well. He knows. Don't (laughs) worry. Um, I think I'm going to be able to get him on the show at some point. I was on his podcast and he said mm -hmm. he'd come on this one at some point. So I'd be interested to see what book he picks. He, um, He was on ours and he is just the sweetest. Mm. Um, and he does a lot of uh, audiobooks. Yeah, because I know he's. I think he's. He did Pandemonium. Yeah, I imagine he did. Yeah, he did Pandemonium. Then Chuck Bug Bugs Bugby. I don't know the audio people. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm like looking it up on my phone really fast, so I don't look like a complete idiot. Um, <laughs> he did so good for the audio because a lot of times I'll listen to an audiobook as I'm reading it so that I can retain it better and I can listen at like three times speed because you know I'm trying to get through these books <laughs> um, but man nice stalkers this guy knocked it out of the park yeah have you read um, Deadlines yet mm-hmm. yeah that book gave me Loved anxiety. it. Oh, I said that's the, the most same anxious thing. I've ever been reading a book. I said the exact same thing in my review. I was yeah. like, I have never been this nervous. No, just okay. turning the page. Like, just something about having a ticking clock in a book like that just, yeah, threw me well, off. Well, not only that, but not knowing mm. if he's going to make it through or when the next one. <laughs> what the next set of impossible rules are going to be. Right. Yes, no, I I have read quite a few of John Wayne's 
Hmm. Don't ever call him John. He hates that. Um, <laughs> FYI. Um, I read and I think I think Deadline four. is the yeah. best. Yeah, I think I Deadline, think hands down, the is the best. Yeah. Okay, it's Chuck Brugie, I think is how right. you pronounce his name. B-R-U-G-E-E. And he just chef's yeah. kiss. Sorry. <laughs> chef's kiss. Um, but yeah, Night Stalker's just... So very well I, deserving Splatterpunk win in one, yes, one of them. Yes. Um, it's one of the ones definitely. I'm hoping someone asks at some point to cover on this. Otherwise, I'll have to do it as a reread on the channel. But I'm thinking someone not, will pick it at some point. If not, just. Yeah, I'll be like, come back, Christina. I'll be like, you did not get enough <laughs> of me and my fangirling. Here we go again. Um, <laughs> but I'll. A couple books that I think are often overlooked by Ryan are um, Reincar Reincarnage and Reincursion. Right. I never oh, know which one's first in that series. Reincarnage. Reincarnage, right. Um, so again, I was very hesitant to read them because they're slashers and I don't like slashers. They're boy books. Um, so I'm like, how am like I the rest to... of months. <laughs> right. So how am I supposed to, how, how am I supposed to like this? Um, him and Jason Tavener single-handedly got me loving slashers. <laughs> I am obsessed with them. Um, I'm sure Brian Berry's very pleased that Ryan got you into <laughs> slashers. <laughs> right. I have, and I have, I have so many of Brian Berry's books and I haven't read them. Please don't. Uh, well, you, you wouldn't have been able to if you hadn't read uh, Ryan's then. Right. All slashers. Because. And then there's Agent Orange, and you. I love this duology, and I have heard through the grapevine that there will be more, um, which makes me very happy because I love Agent Orange. I love that universe. I love the idea of this, you know, stalker who like respawns. No. Like in a video game, like you kill him and he responds. <laughs> it's never ending. <clears throat> but it's the characters and how they set it up and the fucking Easter eggs. Like it's just, it's too much. It's too much. Um, I definitely recommend that one with you. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I've got a tattoo from Reincursion on my wrist. Like, <laughs> it's, it's highly recommend it highly recommend mm -hmm. um it reads a mutilation of soul not of flesh and i just i love it um no i cannot talk enough about reincarnage and reincursion because they, they there's so much and there's the kills steven the kills like <laughs> They're so brutal, and some I think of I've them... got them on my to read list, but like that to read list is ridiculous at the moment. So, <laughs> as I imagine life. yours is, yeah. Oh my god! It like 
I wake up in panic sometimes <laughs> because I'm like, oh shit, this one's coming up and I've got like 24 hours to get this review out. <laughs> Most of the time it's like, mm, I'm going to go into a depression now and yeah, I'm not going to review it. I'm all right. I just read whatever I want to read. My problem is I'll put something on the list and then four or five other books will come out, which I'll read and forget about that one. And then three or four months later, I'll finally read it and be like, oh, fuck, that was amazing. Why didn't I read that straight away? Um, Again, story of my life. <laughs> I hate that. But because I do reviews, I get... Do you have to try and read Some... the more modern, so what's just come out? I try. I try. Uh, um yeah, I don't. I just read whatever I feel like reading. <laughs> I I wish I could do that. I really do. <laughs> but like you get certain arcs and you're like, I have to read this. Like oh, this goes. Ab- uh, I'm like, I might read it. And if I do, it might be in a few months when it's no longer an arc. So it's up to you whether you want to send it to me or not, because I'm not promised. The only arc I read, um, which would be out by the time this video comes out, was uh, What Good Men Do. I was straight on that one. The minute How was it? it? I was like, I'm reading it. It was amazing. How was it? Yeah, it was, I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah, I'm, awesome. I'm amped. Just, I, um, I would say not quite as intense because I just don't think you could do that first book again. But he goes and makes a different sort of book that's just as fantastic. So. And that that speaks to his talent is that he's not going back to yeah. what set, you know what I mean? Like he's not going yeah, back. He's, to he's back in that universe. It's those characters, but it's mm-hmm. not the same story. It's a completely different sort of story um, with different perspectives as well. Cause yeah, you just can't do that first one again. That first one's too crazy. Like, Oh my God. It was so uncomfortable. <laughs> so uncomfortable because I, <laughs> I do not consider myself a feminist. And I know that's shocking, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I love misogyny. I'm not a feminist. Um, <laughs> but at the end of what good girls do infuriated me yeah. because of how she treated her son. And I'm like, right. oh shit, well, you're going to be angry at the second book then. <laughs> great okay it's all right i'm getting blood pressure meds we're good yeah, i'm ready be, butcher i'm ready you're gonna be messaging john straight away being like what the fuck um unfortunately authors are like no one is safe from a what the fuck from me yeah. in their dms <laughs> uh, <laughs> i spoke to someone about that before who was it it might have been donna who i had on the show uh who was saying that about carver with this his tendency to kill off very nice characters that you really root for. Um, Carver Pike and I, um, <laughs> if I ever see him, I'm going to kick him in the shin. He knows yeah. why he always kills off my favorite characters. Yeah. And so, <laughs> and even in my reviews on uncomfortably dark, I talk about how I threaten him. <laughs> like, here's the thing. I'm letting you know well in advance if you are so naive that you don't think I'm going to kick you in the kneecap when I see, that's on you, honey, because I warned if, you. Um, if Ryan made genital grinder two one day and bumped off Greg and Vaughn, would that stop you I, going? Or would you be conflicted? Uh, <laughs> that's difficult. That's difficult. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I would, 
I asked I the tough questions out, on this podcast. I would, <laughs> you really do. Wow. Hard hitting. Um, no, I would take out both kneecaps. Fuck his kneecaps. He's done. (laughs) Try to walk away from me. (laughs) Try to walk away from me while I'm bitching about the book you wrote. (laughs) I'm going to take out your kneecaps. That's a good question. And so, Ryan, don't do it. Take out your kneecaps. If you're doing it at the moment, Ryan, you need a rewrite. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Delete, 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 delete. (laughs) She's a fucking nut job. He knows that. It's okay. Yeah, just get rid of Ron's a killer instead. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Ron and Greg killing me? I would die happy. I'd be like, (laughs) Jesus, take me now. Um, (laughs) I, uh, but yeah, he, yeah, I would definitely say if, if you can work them higher on your TBR, they are, phenomenal and it's Mm. kill after kill and they're so creative and um jason tavner has no social media presence um but he is a sweetheart he actually um wrote the dunbar effect which is in the universe but not written with ryan um and i got an arc of that and i he probably heard me squeal from Alaska <laughs> because I'm obsessed and he knows <laughs> like, I, I, you know, I am who I am. Like you're never going to not know how I feel about your book. Right. That's just the way like very. Goes. I find it very easy within these genres though, to really have a few, a few authors that you're just like, like yes. you said obsessed with that you absolutely love their work. Like, there's three or four people that instantly I was just like, I'm going to read everything you've ever written. Like, I might not do it straight away, but there's no way I won't cover everything over time. Like, so I I wish it, mine was only three or four. Um, <laughs> I'm, a little bit of an, yeah. I'm a little bit of an obsession whore. Um, like Rain Havoc, Candace Nola, Mike Innenbach, Ash Eric Moore, RJ Benetti. Um, You're never going to read all of Ash Agmore's books. He releases one a day. So that guy, he gives me anxiety. (laughs) He gives me anxiety. Um, Because Candace has a nice release schedule. He's just like, here's another book. (laughs) Yeah, he's got a nice release schedule (laughs) for people with anxiety. Um, Because I own everything from him in either physical or ebook. I own everything. But have I read everything? Yeah. No. Because I, I don't have you time. Would have. You'd like... I just can't. No. Like, He's I, trying to kill I us. think I, when I covered Tatters was the last one I read. No, Tatters or Cadaver. I think Tatters was the last one I read. And by the time I kind of reviewed it on the channel, being like, oh, it's the latest Ash. Oh, yeah, like fucking two more out by then. So, God damn yeah, it. And. <laughs> and I'm on, he has a Ko-Fi or whatever it's called. It's uh, like a Patreon. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He does, yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm with that. And so I get all of his arcs early. Right. So, and what happens? They just sit there because I look at, I'm like, but I have 17 other. Like, <laughs> I don't even think I've read half of his works. And I, he stresses me out. <laughs> He knows. Yeah. I've told him. I've literally told him you stress me good, out. Yeah, it's just so many good stories come out so regularly. Like, 
definitely a good time to be kind of a fan of all this stuff. Yes. And then, like, since January 1st, I've gotten about 80 arcs. Now, have I read all of them? Do I look at my list and cry? <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. Yeah, I think I read four or five arcs. I think I've been sent a lot yes. more than that, but I'm just like, I can't do it. Like, it's just. You t- it, it sucks because you have to pick and choose. But then there's times where I'm just like, you know what? I'm stressed out. I'm going to go grab Greg and Vaughn, you yeah. know? And have I read it more than any? I don't want to say any sane person because anyone who knows me will start cackling at that because <laughs> I'm not sane. <clears throat> um, but it's just comforting. You know, it's yeah. just like some people go back to, you know, let's just say some people go back to the Bible, you know, yeah. because it's comforting for them. And really, can we break it down? Is the Bible so different than genital grading? <laughs> I think they've I have, got the same amount of mutilation in them, but one of them's a bit more front about it. I'm just saying, maybe <laughs> the case could be made for similarities between the Bible and Jenna Grinder. <laughs> I'm gonna get canceled yeah. for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is only like my seventh episode or something. <laughs> Do it on your I'm own show. Tr- Come on, <laughs> I'm in trouble. <laughs> but. And then let's see here. What are we missing? Uh, the, yes. profile. the profile. The profile. Mm-hmm. From Call Me Hope. It's the short story. Um, no, I haven't read that one. Um, yeah, that's actually how I like got in contact with him the first time. <clears throat> I used to do Godless Angels, where I would like attach a gift card to a release coming out i don't know why that stopped but here and we're there um and i always picked three drew stepic got to pick one and he was like hey can you get in touch with ryan and i'm like who the fuck is ryan harding (laughs) like i had just started in the community a few months before and i was like is he gonna be mean to me (laughs) that's always my first question for others i don't know are they gonna be mean to me and he's like, no, just ask him. So I asked him, super nice guy. I said, yes, you know, that would be great. And then that was it. Yeah. Um, the profile has a lot of Easter eggs from previous stories, works, things like that. Um, it's about a profiler who is obsessed yeah. by who? You know, or not possessed by Hoop, but like Hoop comes into it. And he, he's possessed by a demon that's gotten away from Hoop, I should say. And um, he likes to possess other people and then fuck their mom. <laughs> so, classic son, and stuff. <laughs> right? The son fucks the mom <laughs> and it's on camera. Because <laughs> I talk about how a lot of his stuff he does like documentation in his stories there's a lot of paper trails and you know video trails and things like that yeah. so um the profile I guess there isn't most of the grind isn't there? there's either some document or mm-hmm. filming and yeah. every single story yeah yeah 
Apart from um, uh, damaged goods, because they forgot to turn it on. But... Right, but they tried. So they tried. technically... Oh, sorry, snuff film in five parts. That's yes. Um, but yeah, it's up for a splatter. The The whole book, Call Me Hope, right. is up for a splatter for anthology this year. Cool. So... Super, I might get around to that sick. one at some point. <laughs> it's it's a thick bitch. Yeah, like oh, the whole not, collection, yeah. the whole collection is oh my god, three four hundred pages, something like. Yeah, see, that's starting to look uh, big now. Like it never used to when I was a kid. When I just like right. read fantasy for myself, a seven hundred page book, awesome, like no problem. Right now, I'm like, fuck, I could read like six other books in that time. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I don't want to do that. I'm going to yeah. use this as a doorstop. Yeah. <laughs> But yes, the on this. I'm like, we talk about any book you want, but it can't be a fucking doorstop. Like, just right. I haven't just got the please time give for me, right, <laughs> give me something under 200 pages. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's on Godless. I think it's like 50 cents. Okay, cool. So, but yeah, it's gross, fun, hilarious. You know, it's typical Harding. Okay. And then Ooh. let's see here. Oh, go ahead. No, 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 Carol. Oh, um, <laughs> thousand severed dicks that he wrote with Matt uh, Shaw. Yeah, I haven't read that one. That's the one with Matt. Yeah, it's. Um, I think you can only get it on his on uh, Shaw's Etsy page. Yeah, I think that might be why I haven't read it yet. <laughs> um, it was funny because the second he put it up on his Etsy page, I had to get it. I was like, yes, good. Yeah. Um, it, so. guy comes home and you know shenanigans are ensuing and because of that he feels like he needs to teach lessons and then thousand severed dicks is his goal right like 999 is like for nudes um What's interesting is you can you can tell who wrote what parts. Right. But it still works. But yeah. you realize very quickly which parts Ryan writes. And like I'm not gonna spoil anything, but I will never look at a pizza cutter the <laughs> same ever again. And if right. you read it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's pretty rough. I think I will probably get around to that one at some point because I like both those guys. So I want to yeah. see what they come up with together. It it is absolute insanity. Yeah, like, I imagine, yeah. and I it definitely wasn't a favorite of mine when I first read it, and I reread it as, this week for this podcast just so you know had it fresh in my mind, and I. It hit different. Right. And I, I can appreciate it more if that makes sense. Um, but yeah, that pizza cutter. God bless pizza cutters. <laughs> and it's so funny because we're having pizza today at my house and I'm like, don't don't <laughs> use it, you know? <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> you have to cut um, when I'm not in the room. Right. Like I'm calling the place, begging yeah. them to cut it so I don't have to use pizza. <laughs> 
I hide the pizza cutter in the back of the drawer, you know, <laughs> regular <laughs> stuff that normal people do. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I'm going to probably miss something, but I think we've hit them all, have we? Yeah, I was just looking down the list and I think we definitely covered everything in Genital Grinder. Somewhere I'm trying to think this, of... But... Right. What can I say? Once I once I get started on reincarnage and reincursion, I can't stop. Right. I yeah, it's turned into a nice little Ryan Harding perspective. Like, so let me just sit and talk about you know, yeah, talk about him like he's James Joyce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, anything more in genital grinder that you you want to cover? I think we covered it. Yeah. We covered most of it. And then I think we've covered all of this. Because <laughs> I know that I'm going to like miss out on one and he's going to be like, why didn't you mention this one? Well, I think you'll be all right. I think you've sold him enough here. I think people oh my God. Rushing think... out buying his books. Look, I have never gotten a tattoo before and I got a tattoo of his words. Like if that's not m enough of a selling <laughs> point to pick something up by him, I don't know what is like. Plus I just, I word vomit all the time about him. <laughs> Header three. Oh yeah. They said, no, I've read that one. Yeah. I knew there was another one I'd read. Header three. Oh, Header three God. was great. <laughs> it was that ending that yeah. ending oh my that was God. one of those so, books where i'm like i think i said in my review of it i was really pleased that they just took it away from the first two because head of two is one of my favorite books i don't think you can really top that book mm -hmm. so to kind of do a side adventure within the header world i think it was just a really clever idea like really worked well for me that one and they just kind of got away from the kind of clan that you knew and just, you know, had these outsiders involved for once. Like, yeah, I really like just having these bros in the head of world. Just... Right. Well, it's so funny. Um, so in header three, there's a hawk party. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So one of my triggers, I don't have many, <laughs> is spit. Right. I don't like it. Don't talk about it. Don't remind me I have it. Okay. I think they I did mention that in my ensuring your place and house story. But I did go on about it too long. Right. They go on about it for yeah. pages. So it's a I kept making a joke about it. And now I think my trigger turned into a kink because now I'm like, <laughs> now I want someone to spit in my mouth. Like, okay. <laughs> wait a second here. So it's kind of a running joke. That comes um, back, that Hulk party. And um, I think it's, I can't remember if it's the first or second one, but Christine Morgan brings it back in the um, Lake House Warlock Inferno. <gasps> Does <series>. she? Yeah. <gasps> He's oh, got loads of Edley Easter eggs in those books. Yeah. Because obviously it's based love, on his world. But yeah, yeah, she brings the Hawk Party back. I love Christine. She is amazing. And she writes some of the spiciest sex scenes I've ever yeah, read. Horror smart is just hot. <laughs> I was like, 
<laughs> wait a minute <laughs> wait a second this is kind of is it hot in here am i having a hot like spice yeah you know who doesn't want to get fucked by a pumpkin man right exactly. can we talk about that um hello <laughs> uh <laughs> i will like the guy in the first book the witch one the first story in that book where he yes. pretends to rape the woman because he's like, oh shit, I can pretend to be possessed by the witch. Oh no, he's making me fuck this super hot girl. What can I do? Woo! Wait a second. Yes. And the Viking one? Do you remember oh, the Viking yeah, one? Yeah, the gut fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> I, my mouth dropped. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Because it's so graphic at the beginning. Yeah. It's just so uncomfortable. But you end and up then you're like kind of bad for the Vikings. You do, you do. Like, like Christine, did you take that a little too far, sweetheart? <laughs> <laughs> the answer is no. And I may have like threatened violence against her as well because I I need another one. Right. Yeah, I need another collection because I can't threaten her with violence. She she edits my books. So I got to be nice to Christine. <laughs> well, she's. She's a dang doll, is what she is. She is a national treasure. Yeah, and I agree. <laughs> and I need more smut, Christine. Damn it! I think Give me she's, more. I haven't read um, not horror smut. What's the other one? Sperm Jackers. I think she mm -hmm. might be doing a sequel to that. I haven't read the I first one yet. Think yes, and then there's there's one that's she's talking about it, and it's like Nympho something it's something that i can't remember do you know what i'm talking about Have i you think seen so her yeah I think it's, it's like a dolphin or a whale or i don't know it's a sea creature and like it's supposed to be smutty and i'm like <laughs> okay well I'm really early on i read um trench mouth and that mm -hmm. was the first time i seen like smut within the animal stuff with the dolphin chapter was like that's when I fell in love with her work. Like that dolphin Wait, chapter was amazing. So. Trench mouth, you say? Okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm writing it down. <laughs> yeah. It's like this weird sci-fi B movie, um, mm -hmm. but like it has just the most crazy chapter. It's got insane name, like all of her books do. The chapter size, something like dolphin rape party or something weird like that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's told from the viewpoint of the dolphin. It's just, it's insane. Oh, I love that because there yeah. is, um, there's a uh, Victorian erotica called Autobiography of a Flea. And it's um, sex between adults from a flea's perspective. Wow. Yeah. That's very weird. Um, so I've been reading weird shit for a very long time. <laughs> I just didn't know I would fit in with Splatterpunk. <laughs> yeah. No, it's the same. Like I, well, not reading alone. Like I didn't. I never used to read a lot. It's only the last eighteen months. I was mm -hmm. like film. I'd watch like five hundred movies a year. It's only when modern <sighs> cinema kind of lost me. I was like, mm -hmm. right, what? What's the book equivalent of like torture porn and? I was like, oh, fuck, Splatterpunk. Okay, like I know that name as in film, like Japanese kind of Splatterpunk movies, but I don't know it in book form. And I've read Depraved, and I was like, oh, shit, I want more of this. Like, 
I, I, because my like start would be um, the slob. I started okay. with like slob. You went straight and in there as well, then. I did, and it's so funny because I didn't know. The only reason I knew about um, this community was because I was in books of horror. And Drew had posted about Godless and I'm a frugal bitch. And he was like, they're cheap, you know? And I'm like, okay, I'll give them a shot. And I read um, Rain Havoc. Right. I've yeah. been in love ever since with her and yeah, was that, um Was that Mukbang Princess? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And then I read Killstream and I was like, boop. You know, um, if you've read it, you get the boop. Uh, <laughs> no, I've read that one. I've only read Mockbane Princess and Insatiable. Yes. Have yeah, you read Malefic or Malefic with her? I've read Malefic with her and I. Yeah. <gasps> that, that wasn't an extreme horror. That was just pure smart. That was like um, 90%, 90% li- fucking Malefic. <laughs> I like to say that that is a slip and slide extravaganza. Yeah. Like that's that, was a just- ro- that was erotica with a little bit of horror in there. Yeah, yeah. And I was 100% on board. I was <laughs> like, yes, to all of this. <laughs> But yeah, so, but yeah, I think that, I think that's all of his books. And if not, uh, he'll, I think that's it. Yeah. So he needs to write some more. Um, trust me, I am <laughs> daily harassing. So when's the next one? Um, Transcendental Mutilation, his newest collection is supposed to be out this year. Okay. Um, nice. At the end, wink, wink. Um, I actually, <laughs> I actually looked him up just to make sure that I got all the right books. And transcendental mutilation information is up, so I'm not going to cover reveal because that's not my place. But if you go online and just type in Ryan Harding, it'll pop up. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Just so you know. Um, so Transcendental Mutilation is a collection of the short stories that he's written since Genital Grinder plus one new one. And oh God, I really hope I don't screw this name up or I'll never hear the end of it. Um, Temple of Amduzius right. will be new. And then all of the Ooh. other stories like Corpse Fucker Blues, Divine Red, um, there's been more added to them so they're while they're not new they'll be new for even the readers who've read them right. awesome so yeah more ryan harding coming in yes because you know i am very annoying <laughs> and i will just keep harassing until we as fans get what we want yeah. Or everyone else can DM him too and become like, <laughs> we can become like this horrible brigade of assholes that just bombard him daily. So have you no. finished? So have you finished? He's too nice for that. He really is. <laughs> Don't tell him I said that, but yeah, he is. He's a nice guy. But yeah, so Transcendental Emulation will be out. Um, and that's all I, that's all I know of. That's all I got. Um... Yeah, I think that's probably a decent place to finish it as we've covered all of Ryan's work. 
not just too much of China. Right, like spoilers galore. But, you know, I I tried to keep. I think we done all right. I think we did because you know, I, I mean, so. you know, but yes, uh, definitely reincarnage and reincursion should be on everybody's TBR. I mean, yeah. after genital grinder, of course. Oh, it's yeah. on my TBR. It's just when I get to it. Right. Yeah. It's crazy. Stop writing um, books, people. Yeah. I'd be able to read more if I stopped writing. <laughs> I ain't gonna happen. <laughs> um, so yeah, well, thank you very much for coming on to the show, Christina. Been lovely Thank you for having you. me. I know. Was, the minute you mentioned you wanted to talk about general grinders, I was like, oh, we need to sort this one out then. Like, right. it'd be a great book to talk about. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's talk so, to the crazy lady. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that worked out all right, though. <laughs> Excellent. So, yeah, thank you very much for coming along, and I will see everyone again shortly. Thank you. Bye. Bye, friends. <laughs>